know what girls who go to Maiden's Point have in mind. You will never go near the place, neither of you. Hello and welcome to Esham Hall. Is that right? I don't it know. is Esham Hall. It is Esham Hall. Esham Hall in Oxfordshire. Uh, and welcome to this little Trap 2, possibly Trap 3 segment. We have come along here for the day to the fantastic Utopia convention and uh, thought we'd give a little taste of it to you. Uh, I am Pete Lambert and this is my pal... Conrad Westmus. And this and this, Conrad, is this the first time you've been to one of these for a long time? Yes. I, I know. I went to Warp. Um, back in Manchester, but that was the first one I've been to for about ten years. That was a real nexus, wasn't it? People from the length and breadth of the land. Where were you? To get to? <laughs> it was, it was, uh, yeah, a, a small scale um, um, thingy. That big festival that, that people compare these things to. First time we met, but it's my first Phantom um, Phantom Films uh, Woodstock. but it's my first Phantom Films one. So, is, have you done any of these before? I haven't done a Utopia or a. Uh, no, I've not. Yeah. So, um, and, and they often do ones a bit further south than here so it's great that they're up uh, in, in our Midlands uh, zone um, and uh, yeah so I think we can start by saying that we, we're here for the final day of it and uh, I think there were quite a few sore heads this morning looking around the good times attendees. Been, good times have definitely been def- had yeah definitely uh, there was a lot of talk of karaoke and rather spe- if you search the Utopia 2019 hashtag you will see a rather spectacular uh, Zoe cosplay five doctors Zoe Stunning. cosplay which um, Wendy Padbury herself was quite bowled over by in fact I saw a photograph of Wendy Pabry wrapped up in bubble wrap at the bar last night, so I think it was one of those nights. So we missed a night last night, but we did come this morning. You drove down from Birmingham, super speedy. Yep, down the M40, had it all to myself, that was great. So um, so the programme that was on, to, and today was a themed day. It was mostly about the Curse of Fenric, and uh, particularly the rounding up and reunification of all the boys from that particular oh, series, which who, who have certainly uh, turned quite a few heads uh, over the decades. Let's get into that. Well, first <laughs> First of all, we started the day with Sophie. She was she she was gamely up for the uh, the, the 10 a.m. session, uh, and and she is brilliant, isn't she? She just got talked with so much enthusiasm. So it was it was great hearing about all of the other stuff because she's done loads of kids entertainment stuff over the years, hasn't she as well? Which which uh, I, I was tragically the wrong age for and didn't and didn't have kids to take to. But it was lovely when some of the other attendees here were um, saying how much their kids had enjoyed seeing her. Yeah. At, 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 in some of her other roles as well. Um, so it's always good to have Sophie to start the day, and she knows how to sort of just sort of set the tone for the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then let's face it, there was the the real um, reveal of the day. Well, I mean, <laughs> we had Tomic Bork first of all, so yeah. who is fantastic, and, and 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 he's been doing it for. I think he's done a few of these because he's really got the patter down, and, and just is such a he sort of hosts himself at the same time he as being. He's quite a and, big character, right? Yeah, and he's done, and, then was, and one of those people. It's really interesting to hear about their non-Doctor Who stuff and everything he's done in Poland. And he's done a back lot. in the day. Yeah, yeah. And how he even came to get to the UK in the first place due to his show being vetoed by the uh, the, by the regime in Poland before Amazing. democracy broke out. Which it, it, that's yeah, that's a, a big tale to be able to tell in your in your interview he's session. A, he's a brilliant guest, and I'd, I'd like to see him again. Actually, he's one of those guests you'd like to see quite a lot. I think. Then, then, well, I can't talk. So what <laughs> there's, happened? What there happened? Are enig- Tell me what happened. There are enigmas and there are star qualities. And to quite a lot of us, just as um, I know some people particularly were taken by Sophie Aldred's uh, 1940s stockings in this particular serial, yeah. and they made quite an impression. Let's face it, the boys in the cast made quite an impression on quite a lot of the viewers. And, that's, uh, and, and in, here we are. In another way. And here we are. <laughs> and particularly uh, the one who has remained an enigma all this time, because he's not been known really to the fan cycles, uh, if cycles 
cycles is the right word, is uh, Marek Anton, uh, who was one of the soldiers making his first convention appearance and in so, 30 years. So we just sat there it facing years, forward, didn't we? Like yeah. He was coming from the announced to come from the back, and we just kept looking forward, going, <laughs> it's been a long time. He could be, very yeah, reasonably, yeah. a larger gentleman, <laughs> might have yeah. relaxed a bit on stuff. Yeah. And what did what were we presented with, Pete? How was your impression when you saw Marek? Um, I, I, I think... I, <laughs> I, I'm giggling like a schoolgirl because that was the impression that basically I had. Okay, I'm going to break yeah. it down. He is hot. He, this man is. Now we worked out how old he must have been when he did Fenric. He was twenty. Twenty-five. Something twenty-five. Like, yeah, yeah. It's now thirty years on. Mm. So there is, and he spent his time. Someone, I didn't quite catch what he said. I, he's, I think he's been alpaca farming in Poland. He has, which. Clearly, that is the route to personal, um, physical. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. The man and is looking fantastic. He really is, um, and uh, you would not have thought this was his first convention appearance because obviously he, he took to it like a duck to water he and instantly did immediate um, banter and chatting going on, no awkwardness at all. Uh, and it, I, I think, it, but but you can sometimes just see in their eyes when, when people have come to a convention and they haven't done it before. There is this slight. Bemusement is the wrong word, but you know, very just they look really pleased, but also just slightly surprised. Like people really like this thing that I did 30 years ago for four weeks or, or eight weeks in his case, of course. Um, uh, and uh, I'll fact check that. No, that's correct. Um, and so uh, that that was a really great session, and and the two of them were um, really interesting to uh, to hear and see. There's going to be more of Marek later on. We, we, we're going we're to come back to Marek quite a lot. Um, I then ran off to just. Um, scope out the autograph room and you stayed and listened to Christopher Neem I did How yes Skagra himself well it was it was incredible to have someone come in and just be able to casually start chatting about his Bond movie and his time on Dallas and his time on Dynasty and his time on um, uh, Doctor Who as, as just all being things that have that had ticked off on his on his CV and that and that he makes time to come to this and, and talk to us and he was charming and lovely yeah he was, and, and really witty um, but then uh, one of the problems with these events is there's always more to do than you want and I was aware that the Marek Anton photo session was kicking off at 12 o'clock the Marek Anton story continues now it does Marek Anton part two right. because um I had to make a swift exit well before the, the delightful Christopher Ning was in the middle of telling an anecdote and you have to do that sort of trying to discreetly shuffle out. What was his anecdote um, about he was in the middle of? Uh, that I think it was Larry Hagman right. um, and, which would be a great anecdote to hear but this was my opportunity to have my, my, my 15 year old self was not going to forgive my older self if I missed the opportunity to have my photo <laughs> taken with Marek Anton uh, for, for virtue of uh, hearing the end of a Larry Hagman anecdote so hopefully one day I will hear that anecdote to its uh, fruition. But for now, we're running upstairs. We're going to the photo studio. We've got coupons. It's all done with coupons. It's very Soviet. There is a war on. There is a war on. But very effective. Yes, you have to. You've got to have a system. so we queued, and then I saw uh, Pete. Your face was looking slightly alarmed at what's going on in the photo room, and I said, "What's happening in there?" And you just turned around and said, "Shirtless." Shirtless, ladies and gentlemen, Marek Anton shirtless, and Pete was there to witness it. I, I, well, I didn't, and not for my for someone else's photo. I, I walked in as he was putting his shirt back on, um, and and that's a memory that I, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we had our photograph. And taken. then we had our photograph taken. I was very impressed. I've got to say, with yeah. your photo stance, because those photo things can this, be a bit awkward. The whole thing. I've never done it before. The whole thing. Is a bit. I mean, here's take some money and stand next to me and smile. Is is a 
is a strange thing, but but then it's not strange. It's just like an autograph. It's just it's just better. Uh, so it shouldn't feel socially awkward. But yet somehow it does a little bit. But it's quite easy to brush that aside when you're giggling like a schoolgirl. And you've got to be fair, you've got an absolutely superb photo. And you and Marek just like, what do we do? We're blokes. Do we put our arms around each other? Do we smile? What do we do? And they just were typical blokes and stood side by side with their arms folded. And Marek just went, the boys. And I was like. How did that feel? Uh, yeah, that, that felt slightly surreal. Yeah, but in fact, extremely surreal. And um, that photo is out there on Twitter. It is out there, yeah. Um, obviously, uh, the pawns unite. Uh, I, yeah, I was... Pawns, plural. <laughs> pawns, yeah, with an O. And but I could already see you revving up, ready to make your move. Revving up? I was standing quietly, shyly by. Yes. Um, now, I went in there straight and someone said, oh, you're the same height, you've both got beards, stand back to back. And I was like, no, um, Marek, could you put me in a headlock, please? And he went with a full monster face. And he obliged. He, he very much obliged. He, he obliged wholeheartedly, which... Um, was, and he thought it was... He, he was laughing and, and loving it. I thought, if you're new to this convention, thing you need to just you know just yeah. throw yourself in there and he was very very obliging so that took us we were kind of giddy for about 15 minutes yes then we just ran around giggling like schoolgirls yeah. uh, and uh, and went and had sandwiches and like the sensible middle-aged men you can <laughs> absolutely um, so what was that I was I think we then had to calm down and have lunch we did and then we did some queuing it we, up to that point we had not done any uh, queuing really apart from a, very, a brief photo queue so we did some autograph queuing didn't we? we I may even be getting this in the wrong order but, but autograph queuing is a real cultural phenomenon and uh, everybody was the queues were all sort of interweaving each other and yeah. the Fenric people were all at one end and it was all just really civilised and people are just so nice yeah um, I never quite know I always feel like I'm a, when I'm getting my book stamped I feel uh, I feel I'm saying it I feel like I'm taking a library book back late or something and I'm asking like Louise Jameson or whoever is just a librarian and stamping my book and I go thank you and I walk off with it pleased that I haven't been fined uh, but um, but they're so accommodating when people want photos and things and yeah. it's lovely and the, the queue system is great and we had a load of the Fenric boys doing the um, so Sophie was mm. heading up the autographing and then Christian Anholt, Marcus Hutton, Tomic Bork, Peter Jakjowski, if one. I spent that right, so, yeah. and Marek were all signing as well. So there was a flurry of Fenric signings. There was. Um, the, Very well organised, I have to say. Thank you, Phantom Films. Yeah, yeah, you cannot fault this. So many people zooming around doing all of our bits and pieces and everything going like clockwork, uh, which, which never happens without people doing lots of work to make it go like clockwork. Uh, probably people with searing hangovers today as well. <laughs> which can't have made it uh, any easier for them. And then we caught, because I think that we were in there for quite a while, and then we then caught the um, some of the mission on... Uh, yeah, we only caught the end of that, and they were so, so into it, and so... Um passionate about what they'd done and so geeky and it was just brilliant but knowledgeable uh, yeah 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 they, they really knew their stuff and they'd got a, they'd really thought through their approach to it and they weren't going to camp it up at all and they were going to be really um, uh, you know and particularly this is a really this was a really straight down the line episode this was an action thriller episode of Doctor Who and they were absolutely were going to make it in that way despite dressed up as bobbly delegates or mm. whatever the craftsmanship of that Dalek so we got to see their Dalek and there also may be some footage of me having a little go in it later I I've got to ask you about this. So you actually got to climb into the hole because at the first they just had the whole base out there, just yeah. the base, yeah. and someone was climbing in. I thought, oh, cute, yeah. having their photograph taken there. But then you could have the whole piece assembled around you. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a thing. Just somebody braver than me went up and asked. This is this is just jumping forward. This was at the end of the day. So uh, somebody braver than me went up and just said, can I have you on your Dalek, please? And they said, yes. Uh, and then I said, can I have a go too? And they said, uh, yes. And uh, and so I did. And it was quite difficult because I've got quite a lot of elbows and arms and stuff. And, and a, a more... A more um, dainty person than I could hop into it 
quite easily. I had to, re- I had to like cross my arms in order, in order to work the Dalek arms with from within. I had to have my arms crossed across my chest, like Sutek style, to um, so my left arm was was grabbing the gun uh, or vice versa rather. So hang on, you had your arms crossed. Yeah, so I operating... had my arms folded uh, in front of my chest because operating the opposite. Yeah, because that was the only way that I could actually touch the controls. Because if I tried to do them with the right arms, my elbows would have jammed against the back of the, the mm. uh, against the back of the neck brace. And you're going for some extensive plunging. Extensive plunging. How, do you, how, does, how does the plunger extend? The plunger is very clever. So you've got a pusher that you just push. There's a metallic rod that you just push that sends it the first half He's of it. He's making the motion like a pool cue. It's a pool cue. making the motion like a pool cue. But then how does it extend even further than that? On on the, on the thinner inner bit, there, there is a, um, a hose pipe. Um, like a garden hose pipe that no. you can push up in down and you push you feed that and, and the hose pipe is curled up ah. so there's room for it inside the Dalek and you, and you sort of twist it and pu- push it up in so, through the tube that's the first half of the arm right. and it pushes the um, the final half of the arm forward it's, uh, and uh, it's so clever then we got the lid on and then what I got the lid on like? can you see anything can you what's... you can see you can see uh, shapes uh, and outlines but you could, I couldn't tell who was who for example and uh, you're to work the to work the eye stalk um there's the little hook that you have to have to let go of one of them. I, I imagine I could have worked the ice, ice stalk with my teeth if there'd been a, a cord hanging down from it. But it's just a little hook directly above your forehead that you can put your finger through and waggle it up and down. Um, and the t- rotating the head left and right, that just sort of happens naturally, because it, for me anyway, because it was pressed on my shoulders. Uh, but, yeah. And then you started moving as well. Then I started moving as well, which was, I could only do that because my feet were as big as the, ho- as the footholds, so I couldn't move them up unless I, ju- I was just doing it on tiptoes. So just pedaling on, on tiptoes. I was so paranoid of damaging this Dalek because they they have obviously take, spent about several years making it. In fact, they said, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, so I, I did a few delicate movements uh, from side to side. You're being modest. It's looking good, and I have, there's video footage as well. <laughs> so we have a, we have. If you want to see a bit of video of Pete getting into a Dalek, that could also be available. You don't know. It will. We'll try to find a place to to host that. Yeah. But I've skipped. What have we skipped? Because I'm um, so excited by talking about the mission to the unknown Dalek. We then had a, um, another photo with all the Fenric gang, which was a huge laugh in front of the Maiden's Point sign and yeah that was just lovely yeah Yeah. and so bless her a bit of a sausage fest let's face it Sophie Eldred was the only maiden in town uh, for this particular uh, for (laughs) for this particular yeah Uh, (laughs) so we had some photos done and then I think we caught Mark Strickson yeah it was fascinating hearing his views on everything including interestingly he was adamant that um, adamant he was adamant that JNT had really wanted to cast a female doctor Mm -hmm. uh, in the 80s and had been told that that was above JNT's own pay scale. Uh, it would be a massive reformatting of the show, so you can't do it. And he was, I've never heard it said that clearly before, no. apart from the sort of jokey way it was mentioned when Tom left. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was, no, Strickson was really um, certain that that was what JNT really wanted to do, which is a bit of a different take on it than we often hear. Um, and it's interesting how, you know, you don't know how much of what you hear is supposition or has actually been heard from the horse's mouth uh, by, by people over the years. So that was really interesting, wasn't it? And it's always nice getting um, hearing from Mark because he's got the, all the expertise with all the documentaries and films and directing he's done so you mm. always get a kind of different yes. side with him which I think is and he mentioned having been filming some things in Amsterdam I wonder what that could be for for I some can, future nobody, release nobody can confirm but, nor deny no oh, it's <laughs> lovely to hear that wheels are turning and things are being put in cans uh, for further down the line on, on the release front we hope speaking of releases back to Mission to the Unknown yes it was great to hear them saying that they know there is absolutely no legal or contractual impediment to it being released. The BBC are, are totally on board with it. They they are 
they want to release it is I think the way you, you yeah, phrase it yeah. but they've got to choose the right commercially viable way of doing it yeah. you know, but so, so they haven't chosen the, the format or the vehicle for its release yet but they're going to find they're definitely going to find something I yeah. think and it's mentioned that Peter Purvis is like really really positive that this is going to happen and I think if Peter, if Peter Purvis is on it I feel like it's going to happen yes yes <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that will make it make it so and then we had uh, oh god there's so many Matt Fitton from Big Finish um, yeah, gave us a chat about stuff. Now you, a big, how much, how big finishy are you? I'm a dip-in and dip-outer. Right. Um, I've yeah. got dozens of big finishes, probably, yeah. probably more than that. But that's the kind of level I'm at. I probably get three or four a year. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't. Choose. So there's so much going on. Um, you've had a, uh, you've got had a few uh, dealings with big finish yourself. Oh, I've had a few run-ins with yeah. big finish over the years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's really nice to hear what they're doing now, and um, it's incredible. They've got so many ranges going. Um, it's just sort of astonishing. It and really is. They're getting to a stage now where River Song is meeting Bernie. Summerfield and all this kind of stuff. So it's um, it, it, it's a bigger world than I than I ever knew. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like they've got tons coming up and. Yeah, and, and they've got a bit, a bit, it's their own 20th anniversary, and there's, there's yeah. much talk of their exciting 20th anniversary um, releases, which are going to incorporate all sorts of things coming back. And uh, certainly, they are, it's full steam ahead from them, is basically. They've got tons yeah. coming out. Yeah. And um, they just said they're taking on a fresh sort of bunch of new writers this year, which mm. over the, couple of, the next few years will kind of reveal itself what their plans are. So yeah, yeah. sounds pretty good. And then I think it was the full Fenric experience quite the finale yes everybody up on stage Sophie and all the soldiers uh, and the uh, sign and the, the sign and the maiden's point sign <laughs> yes just great to hear them talking about it so fondly isn't it because yeah. they were very young at the time yeah one of them was 17 wasn't he the operator right. and I'm terrible on names but the one who was smashing up the uh, the, the, the um, radios and everything I think it might was, be Christian Anholt that's the one yeah, yeah yeah no 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 that's right yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he was only 17 at the time and he's gone on to do other things in America and uh, uh, and, uh, and and I think so again and some of them, one of them mentioned that he was, he, he just heard that it, it had been lots of people saying it was their favourite story. And I think he hadn't quite picked that up before. No. Quite the high esteem that it's held in yeah. uh, as being way up there in, in, in the top echelons of, of all time Doctor Who. Yeah. It was a great balance of, 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 the, of the panel as well, because he had some, like you said, he had some complete convention newbies. Mm. Then you've got Sophie who can confidently talk them through the story and, and say, yes, this is one of the high, most highly regarded yeah, classics. Yeah. So she's always able to. Yeah. And they all spoke really fondly of uh, of the more senior cast members who were there when, uh, when back in the day when they were all fa- fairly fresh out of the traps, yeah. and they had uh, they had nothing but praise for the way that all of uh, all, all of the, the senior cast would, would were just uh, ideal for them. Yeah, and and Reed and this is absolutely incredible. Um, so overall, that's I mean, like we just came for one day. Um, we just came here to Utopia for one day, and um, we've packed like a lot in also there's all the people you speak to and meet in between big, big Finnish writers all kinds of amazing people um, how is what's your impression of, uh, of today Utopia your first Utopia it is my first Utopia yeah well I just feel like a schmuck for not having been coming to them all along it's just <laughs> such a lovely community at feel uh, you get people who are here with loads of mates who they've obviously come with lots of times and then you'll also get other people who you'll, you'll chat to and, and like like us they'll be all like me they'll be a first timer and then maybe they don't know anyone else here and, you can, and it's one of those things where you can just sit and start chatting to someone randomly about you know your favorite costume in battlefield and uh, and, and you've just immediately got something to talk about yeah it's a it's a really nice feeling there's uh, a yeah. few people here who came and said it was their first convention today and they're like oh we've never mm. come before because i've always thought i'll come on my own i won't know anybody yeah. if you're at doctor convention you know you will very <laughs> soon know everybody yeah. um sophie eldridge says something really nice at the end about this this having the feel of this is what the old conventions were like this is what the the um the, the family cottage industry kind of feel uh 
uh, and it's great that we've got these mega conventions now um, and uh, and there's something for everyone out there but uh, as a as a as a root of real just nostalgic uh, joyfulness this is just a perfect uh, way of celebrating it isn't it yeah and a new venue next year so we're in ancient hall now next year they're doing one i think somewhere between bedfordshire and, and cambridge that's right yeah they were already handing out flyers and already taking bookings yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, but, it's, 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 it's just boggling to me that i god i don't i have trouble planning for christmas a month in advance never mind organizing a convention a year in advance <laughs> yeah and, and sophie um katie manning um probably wendy padbury and a few others coming as well so and camille kaduri is coming as well so it's, they've already oh, they've yeah. already got enough guests to make it worth it having heard talk, tales from people who were here and saw camille kaduri uh, uh on the previous days when when we weren't here I, that's definitely she's on my list now we've got to get to see her brilliant yeah so great to talk to you comrade great to talk uh, to you um i hope you've enjoyed us babbling on enthusiastically about our lovely day out <laughs> bye Thank <laughs> you.